Well, I'm speaking with Matt from the band From Ashes to New. And uh, I wanted to start out here, Matt. I was looking at your website and talk a little bit about uh, the name of the band. And, uh, you know, on your website, you was talking about yourself and how you kind of... Uh, uh, had to reinvent yourself really as as time went on and that's kind of how uh, it helped start this band so is that where uh, the name from ashes to new came from yeah it's got a couple different origins it's actually kind of funny because people really relate it to you know the phoenix they're like oh like a phoenix and, and when i came up with the name for the band i actually didn't even think of it <laughs> then people people were like oh like a phoenix i'm like oh yeah i guess that makes sense like a phoenix <laughs> Um, but yeah, man, you know, I wrote uh, a song. It was one of the first songs that I wrote lyrically for uh, a previous local band that I was in. And there was a lyric in there. It was Bridges Burn from Demons We Grew, We Rise from Ashes to New. Mm -hmm. And that lyric ended up holding significant meaning um, to where I was currently at in my life as I was forming this band. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, I was kind of going through... I had some addiction problems, some alcohol problems, and, uh, you know, just some lifestyle problems. And I was in the middle of re reforming my life. So that lyric just happened to go along with that. And I always loved that lyric. I always thought that was, that was really artsy and creative. So I, I wanted to use it. And the song itself didn't really fit with what I was doing with writing for From Ashes to New. So I decided that I thought it would be a really cool band name. So, you know, used, used a, a part of uh, some music that I wrote and where my life was currently at, put it together started a band <laughs> nice and the rest is history as they say <laughs> yeah man <laughs> all right excellent and uh, now i wanted to uh, talk a little bit about uh, that new album it uh, came out in august of last year the name is uh, panic and of course uh -huh. there's a song on there of the same name and uh, now it's I'm, I'm curious when putting this album together and that song together specifically did the pandemic have a big effect on that or was that where that album was kind of going even before the pandemic yeah it was this was long before the the pandemic that we decided to call it panic okay. um you know i mean i think that there's there's more issues with with having anxiety disorders and and just types of you know mental disorders uh, outside of 2020 <laughs> and beyond so um yeah we were already we were already planning on naming naming the album panic we didn't have a song called panic until towards the end of that album cycle but that record was actually finished before uh the coronavirus hit so it just ended up going together weirdly perfectly like it was just a very strange bizarre way that everything ended up fitting together Right. You know, and I find that kind of interesting. I've been speaking with bands here over the past several months, and it seems like a lot of the, you know, some of them were affected by the pandemic and they kind of wrote songs reflecting that, but there were others where they were putting an album together, the pandemic hits, and then it was just weird how they kind of uh, coincided with one another. Yeah, it was weird. People were, were commenting on the video when we released it, like, oh, a Corona Core band, and it's like... First off, that's a really funny title to give a band, Corona Corps. Right, right. And second off, it was like, you know, a lot of people did think that we created it because of that. But I mean, even the masks that we wore in the music video, our guitarist Lance had, had previously planned to kind of do this thing that was like become the show, wear a mask, wear a pair of glasses, come into the show and like become part of what we're doing. Mm -hmm. And again, it was bizarre how it all went together. It was like, it was almost like he was like, prophesizing the fact that we were all going to have to wear masks sometime soon. So we had already had that idea, um, you know, for the masks and everything together before everyone started wearing masks. 
All right. Yeah, that's interesting. That's very interesting. And, you know, speaking of that uh, music video as well, I was watching that here just a little while ago. And uh, now, how did you guys shoot that particular video? Because, you know, it, you sort of explained it at the beginning, but it just has a very interesting, you know, look compared to other, you know, music videos. Well, I mean, it was supposed to be shot, we were supposed to have like a, a live music video, basically. It was supposed to look like we were playing in front of fans, and it was supposed to be the, you know, like we were on stage, and they were all interacting. And again, it was supposed to be become the show, and everyone was supposed to be wearing these these masks with these glasses, and it was supposed to be this cool visual. And that all got messed up because of because of COVID, and then we had to... We had to figure out something else. So um, the director, he found a location um, at an old cable call center, which, again, is another ironic thing because for eight years I was a cable guy before my band got signed. Um, So that's very ironic. Um, So it was an old cable call center. We just made it look like, you know, it was another day in the office and we just were off enough to destroy the office. So um, it was very cathartic for me because it was like I was now I wasn't in the call center when I worked in, in the cable business. I was a serviceman, but it was it was it was a bit cathartic to be able to destroy something from my past. So um, but yeah, man, it was just, you know, it was it was working with what we were able to work with. I think there were like three or four crew members that day in, in the band. And it was very stripped back and and it was just whatever we could do, whatever we could we could think up, we made happen. All right, cool. That's very cool. Yeah, like I said, that that video is very interesting. I really I really dug that video. And, Thanks, man. Yeah, of course. And uh, you know, I want to talk a couple uh, about a couple other songs that you have uh, on that new album, uh, Panic, as well. Um, one of them is the song uh, "Bulletproof." Again, I was watching the music video, and you kind of explained, you know, what the inspirations behind that song were at the beginning of the video. But uh, could you kind of uh, talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So, well, the video is it, that's my son. Um, oh, is well, one really? of them is my son. Yeah, and then one of them, and then one of them is my nephew. One of them is my niece, and then one of them is Danny's niece. Again, uh, you know, this is their first time being on camera, so they were a bit nervous. It, it, it was, it was one of them situations again where we couldn't go through the actors' guild to get anybody to do anything because everything was shut down. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it, you know, the song's talking about uh, mostly about school violence and kind of overlooking some of the the things that cause these these horrific acts um and the video is is again it's another stripped back version of something that we were planning on doing because we didn't have the resources at the time to be able to do what we wanted to do so um i'm just grateful to be able to 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 have these things uh finished up during (laughs) during 2020 because it was really it was a lot of moving pieces um with very limited resources but but yeah, man, I mean, you kind of, like you said, you nailed it on the head. Like you, the, the synopsis of the song really happens at the beginning and at the end of it is another thing. And we wanted to preface it because it really is, it's just, it's a lot of blood. So it was like, and it's just kids being covered in blood, basically. So we wanted people to know that we weren't just, you know, just throwing blood at kids. <laughs> as weird as it sounds, being there as a dad and watching it being filmed, I was like, man, this is this is hard to watch. This is this is something that's that's difficult for me to be a part of. Right, and I was going to mention that it's a it's a very powerful video. I mean, I think you guys did an excellent job in getting your point across with that video. Thank you. I appreciate that. Of course. And uh, you know, another song I wanted to mention was uh, 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 the scars that I'm hiding. I mean, that's a that's a great song as well. Uh, could you talk a little bit about your uh, inspirations for that one? 
That one got cut up a bit, honestly. You know, the song itself is about hiding our either physical or mental scars and, and not wearing them proudly, basically telling people, um, you know, wearing them and saying, hey, you know, we're going to be ourselves. No one's going to tell us not to be us. And, and, you know, just telling everyone, hey, these scars have defined the characteristics of my life, but that's not going to that's not going to make me less of a person. So um, that song is kind of a, a way in saying, hey, we do this, but we shouldn't. Okay. Um, and in the video, again, it, you know, that was filmed at the same time as the Panic music video. So it was one of the, the, the same scenarios where everything was stripped back. No crew, it was just the band. Um, but the label kind of tied that together with a movie that they had done um, and, and replaced some of the scenes that we had. We had some scenes in the, the original music video that showed um, people dealing with addiction, um, drug drug addiction and alcohol addiction. And, you know, we had we had different we had different scenes throughout that original music video that really kind of drove what the, the topic of the song was home and really kind of had these powerful viewpoints, but mm-hmm. the record label had different, different plans for the music video. They removed those scenes and put in their movie clips and, and you know, one thing led to the next and here we are. <laughs> right, right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Interesting. That's very interesting. And, uh, you know, you know, in talking about these songs, you know, I think all of them have a pretty, uh, a powerful message and, and it's an opportunity. I think people really relate to, to rock music and the message that's within them. Like when you do shows, do you have people that come up to you afterwards and say, Hey, you know, this song bulletproof or this song panic or whatever, you know, really, really spoke to me and it really, it really helped me. Is, is that something you guys experience? Yeah, man. I, I mean, I, I see it and hear it all the time. And, and it's really cool as an artist because really it's just, for me, it's just I'm putting my thoughts down on paper. Mm-hmm. And then they, you know, then obviously we record the thoughts and mm-hmm. then the songs and the release. So for me, it's, you know, it, it's it's really cool to see how much people relate to what we're doing. Um, it kind of makes you feel like, okay, in, in one sense, it makes you feel like, okay, I'm, I'm in tune with what's going on and what a lot of people are feeling at the same time it makes you feel like i think everyone else wants to feel like and and makes you feel like you're not alone right yeah and you know and that's you know i think i think it has this you know rock music has a real healing factor to it i know sometimes you know if i'm feeling down or i'm upset about something you know just hopping in my vehicle going for a drive with the windows down and some rock music blasting is what helps me feel better and i think you know i think that really resonates with a lot of people and really speaks to a lot of people i think that's what was big in the early 2000s man like if i if i think back to the music that i listened to when i was a kid it was like you said, a healing factor. Um, and I don't want to. I don't want to go on record and say that there's a lot of music now that doesn't have that. I just think that it it kind of needs to get back at it. Okay. Um, I just feel like, especially in like the the big mainstream world, there's just and, and not necessarily rock, but like all throughout music, it's like, what's the substance anymore? Like what 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 substances music have what is the message that they're trying to convey and and not every song has to be message so i'm not saying that not every song has to have some type of message that makes you feel better as a person Mm -hmm. um there's different there's different reasons for music but i guess like for what i'm doing and what this band is doing you know we're here to convey a message basically write our feelings down like i said and then put them out there and hope people relate to them um and i feel like that is becoming more of a lost art Mm-hmm. Like you're kind of getting some of this other stuff. It's like I get, like I said, again, the mainstream. Like back in the day, mainstream to me was like Eminem, the way I am. 
Mm-hmm. Like that song like shaped me as a kid. Like listen to that, I'm like, man, like okay, he gets it. He knows where I'm at. Now as, as many songs as Eminem had that were funny or just absurd, <laughs> he still had the ones that were really serious that you would go, oh, okay, I see where this guy's at. And I just feel like music needs that. And that's kind of what we're trying to do is we're trying to bring that to the table and say, hey, listen, like we're all people. We're all going through the same crazy stuff. Um, Here's what we think about it. How do you feel? Right, right. And I think you guys do that very well. So I'll compliment you on that. I think you guys do. You do that very well. Yeah. (laughs) I wasn't I wasn't fishing for a compliment or anything, man. I appreciate that. Well, 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 good. That's good. Um, So now switching gears here a little bit, you know, obviously, again, you know, I keep coming back to the pandemic and I hate to do that in these interviews, but it was obviously a big part of our life there for a while. Yeah, man. But uh, yeah. But uh, now moving forward, I did see that you guys do have some uh, touring coming up. You'll be doing uh, some touring. I think it was Oklahoma. You'll be playing a festival in September, and uh, you'll be doing some touring with uh, POD as well. Are you guys excited to uh, get back out there and do this touring? Beyond. <laughs> we've got we've got four or five festivals lined up now. I think we got like Shiprock in January. It should be pretty cool. We've never played that. And yeah, I mean, you know, when we first started our career, I think like our second or third tour, POD took us out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've obviously grown a whole lot since then. So for them to, to, to do this satellite reunion tour, the 20-year reunion of satellite, which is, I mean, that helped shape a genre. So, you know, for them to be like, hey, we really want you guys to come out and be a part of this. Yeah, that, that was a, that was a great phone call to get. So I mean, couple that together with shows and festivals and everything returning. I mean, we couldn't be more excited. Right. Yeah, that's great. That's good to hear. I know a lot of bands are excited about getting back out there, and I know a lot of people are excited to get back out there and see uh, see their yeah. favorite bands again. So that's the understatement of the year right now. I don't even know that there's a way to describe the way people are feeling right now. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. All right. Well, that sounds good. Uh, is there any final thoughts, anything you'd like our uh, listeners to know about uh, that we may not have already touched on in regards to yourself or the music or the band? Not really, man. I mean, they can find everything they need online, but, you know, I, I would just say that my, my biggest thing is, is always be yourself and don't don't settle for anything, man. I, I guess if that's the message that we're trying to get on our music, I might as well drop it here too, like, you know, don't don't settle for what somebody else's vision of you is. Just be the vision of yourself that you want to be. Also, I love America. How about that? We'll tell people that as well. <laughs> All right. Good. That's good. That's that's always a good way to. It's always good to throw that in there as well. Yeah. Hey, man. I mean, I'm not lying. I, I fly that American flag proudly, man. I'm a proud American. I think that everyone in this country right now should feel the same way. This is a great place to be, and I love it. Right, right, exactly. I agree 100%. And, uh, of course, uh, like you mentioned, if they want to learn more about you, they can find all that uh, online. And uh, I should uh, ask, too, uh, I did come across a video you posted, uh, and you were talking about some new and exciting stuff coming up here uh, this summer around the corner. Uh, Are you able to tease any more about that a little bit? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought I'd try. <laughs> I don't, I don't ever really know what to give you here, man. Um, there's some new and exciting stuff coming around the corner. <laughs> all right. All right. all right. That sounds good. That's a, that's a good way to end it, I think. And uh, with you guys being back out on the road, if you uh, ever make it up a central Wisconsin way, uh, let us know. We'd be happy to have you in the studio. Is, uh, let me ask this. Is, is that like Ringle? 
<laughs> I don't know where I don't know where Central Wisconsin is. In, 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 <laughs> well, just, you know where I've been. I just know that Ringle was a very like weird place for us to play. And from what I understand, that that was Central Wisconsin. Am I right in assuming that? Yeah, more or less. Uh, Ringle's about uh, uh, an hour away from where we're located. We're kind of in okay. the middle of middle of nowhere, Central Wisconsin. Yeah, it was so. a school in the middle of nowhere. Why, <laughs> right, why right. Place, man? Right, exactly. Yeah, that's that's small town Wisconsin for you. So, well, yeah, man. A lot of a lot of Wisconsin love. Every time we're up in Wisconsin, it's always fantastic. I think our first sold out headline show was in uh, Madison. That was that was awesome. Um, so yeah, Wisconsin has always treated us great, and we, we can't wait to come back. We were actually supposed to be there for something a little bit ago, but it ended up getting canceled. I think so. Hopefully, we can get something booked and get up there soon. <laughs> 